Hello and welcome to the Giraffe Social Media Podcast. It's what social media managers are talking about. I'm your host, Caitlin McKenzie, and in today's group chat episode, we're getting into the details of community management. So today we've got with us three members of the team. We've got Chloe, one of our social media assistants. Hi. We've got Laura, who's one of our fabulous social media managers. Hello. And Phil, who is one of our managing directors here at Giraffe. Hello. So this week's team question, guys, is what was the first piece of music you bought and what format was it? I feel like this is going to date us, Lord. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. I think the first piece of music that like I bought for myself was like the first One Direction album, which, hi, I'm a 1D girl. Um, and no I shame iTunes <laughs> and it's just I remember like having listening parties with my friends like listening to all the songs so that's like some nostalgia there <laughs> yeah um I think so mine was a Kelly Clarkson CD um and I remember using my pocket money on it and taking it home and listening to it religiously from my CD player day in day out and singing. <laughs> How about you, Bill? Um, a little bit different to the two you've just uh, <laughs> mentioned. Um, I think the first album I bought on my own was a Ramstein album, which is like a German heavy metal band. <laughs> um, yeah, I think my uncle gave me some money, and I went into a Virgin Megastore, which also dates me, um, and, and bought a Ramstein album. <laughs> Mine is probably quite problematic because I, rem- I remember going into HMV when I was, I must have been so young, like six or seven, um, with my pocket money and buying Ricky Martin's Living a Vida Loca on um cassette <laughs> and just listening to it until the cassette burnt through, like, living my best La Vida Loca, whatever that means for a seven-year-old. <laughs> so this week we're talking about community management. I mean, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm sure you all do, but community management is the way of engaging with your followers online. So whether that be people who do already follow you or reaching out to other users who could be your potential new followers. So what do you guys think? I know a lot of businesses don't include it in their strategy, but do we think it's essential? I definitely do. I think the way I look at it is sort of two different caveats. So the first way I think of it is when we're looking at these platforms, you know, the best way to sort of beat the algorithms is we generally get out what we put in. So the more that we're interacting with people on our feeds and they're generally interacting back with us, that's going to push us up. So not only is that going to help your content to be viewed, um, but it's also a great way to get engagement. But also when we think of our own like online experiences, the brands that we like admire and really think about are the ones that, you know, respond and interact and create that experience for their audience. So, you know, not only in a inquiry way and responding to customer, you know, inquiries, but who doesn't love reading Netflix witty responses on Facebook every once in a while? Um, so yeah, I think it's really important for building your brand voice and kind of building that reputation for yourself. Yeah, I think definitely. it's it's also oh, go ahead, Laura. <laughs> I was just going to second what Chloe said. I think I think it's really really important that you know all customers see a brand responding. Um, again, like it builds brand voice. It it adds personality as well. A lot of brands used to be 
kind of very faceless. But if you have that community management, you're able to become a less faceless brand. Um, and also it sort of builds into social listening as well, understanding what your customers want from you um, and being able to apply that into your social strategy as well. Yeah, so to expand on, I think that the the bigger the brand, the more important it is as well, um, because I think there's like an expectation these days that customers can speak to, to brands online if they have a complaint or they have a question. Um, so I think there's definitely uh, an expectation with larger brands. And I think with smaller brands, it's it's definitely a, a, the idea that, I think it's Seth Godin who talks about like the true 1,000 fans. It's like much better to have 1,000 really bought-in fans than like a million who don't really care. Um, and I think the way you build that relationship is through conversations, meaningful interactions with with sort of followers or fans or these sorts of things. Yeah, I completely agree with all of you guys. I think it's a lot of um, businesses and brands look for engagement, right? But I think they do forget that to get engagement, you have to give engagement. Mm-hmm. If you're expecting people to comment on your posts, it can't just be like them shouting into the void. You've got to hear them and show that you hear them and engage with them. I mean, I know there's a lot of um, conversation about different algorithms and different platforms and what one works best where's the best place to actually speak to your followers do you guys have any opinions on that like which platform is the best place to really engage as opposed to just feeding out content i think it it depends really on on what your brand is and you know what your product you're selling what you're trying to achieve for me i'd say my favorite um platforms for community engagement are instagram and twitter just because there's so much opportunity not only to have those inbound comments but there's lots of ways to explore new audiences and discover new new people to interact with um you know you can use that through tweet deck um through sprout or the explore page um so yeah those are my two favorites personally what do you guys yeah, yeah. I, I would agree completely that <laughs> those those two are the, the two platforms that lend themselves to it the best. Um, I think with some platforms, it can almost be difficult to sort of do like outbound community management rather than sort of replying to messages and comments that come in. I think Facebook, for example, is really good for that. But I think Twitter and Instagram kind of let you, like you just say, close sort of explore and, and find conversations that would be uh, sort of appropriate for that brand to jump in and, and sort of engage with potential sort of customers. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And I think, I think going back to Twitter, I think consumers predominantly use that platform to engage with, um, a brand immediately because of the tagging feature. Um, and I think Instagram is a great way for people to interact with a brand on images um, and a brand equally to interact with consumers through the explore feed. Um, I know the way I do it for some clients is by looking at relevant hashtags, seeing what people are talking about, seeing what people are posting. And it, again, like it helps with the overall strategy, having that conversation with people and seeing what people are talking about. Yeah, I completely agree with you guys. I, I I think Instagram is maybe just the number one. It just seems so powerful, in my opinion, just the hashtags and the amount, I guess the amount of hashtags people use per post, the accepted amount is 30, right? And it's it's kind of, you know, normalized to use all 30 hashtags. So when you're delving into people's content, you can find users and you can find, you can see that they're the relevant people that you're looking for. 
and like you say, like you can bring them to your, um, sorry, like say Chloe, that you can bring them yourselves to their attention by engaging. And I think it's just so it's almost untapped and the potential is unlimited. I guess it's all about the amount of time you're willing to put into it. What do you guys think is the right amount of time to be spending on community management? I think uh, community management is definitely like one of the things that when we're speaking to businesses about helping them, it's one of the things that they're, they're often looking for support with because it's just so time consuming. Um, and I think on the other side of that, it's also quite hard to measure. I think it's one of the parts of social which has like the least tangible results um, in terms of, you know, the metric side of things. Um, so I know for some brands, it can be something that they really put off um, purely because the amount of time it can take is, is quite daunting. Um, but, you know, I think really the answer is as much as you can, um, like realistically, because I think it's one of those things that, the, you know, there's so many conversations happening um, that it's sort of limitless, really. Well, so you can dive into and uh, like you were saying a minute ago, sort of introducing your brand to, to other people who may not have heard of you. How about you guys? What would you do? You have a sort of amount of time you spend per account that you work on. I mean, obviously, it varies in terms of us by what package that people are working with, of course. But um, perhaps on your own accounts, like, what do you think is the ideal? Is there a golden spot, maybe? Yeah, I think it varies on sort of what platform you're on. Um, for me, I'm like an Instagram girl, so Instagram is like my favorite platform ever. Um, I tend to look at, and I know we'll get into strategies later, but if you post 10 minutes, uh, if you interact with people 10 minutes before you upload and 10 minutes after, um, I feel like that's a really great time because you're bringing your attention to yourself right before you're about to post something about your company or post about a new product. So by bringing that attention to you, you're not sure how many people are going to visit your page and then, you know, see that post. And for your existing followers, that again is just going to bring you up in the algorithm. Um, so yeah, I sort of try and tie everything into, um, you know, how am I going to best reward myself and how is this going to best benefit me, even though it's just that one um, section of your strategy? Yeah, I think that's an awesome, awesome bit of advice. How about you, Laura? Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think just before I know a post is going out, sort of going on that on the explore feed on Instagram, um, checking what's on there, interacting with people, kind of getting getting the name of the brand out there before posts go out. I just It just feels like it works a little bit better and people then tend to interact with you back. Um, I think community management is probably sort of an underrated form of social, I would say. Yeah, sure. um, yeah and I think, again, it, it can be really time-consuming for brands to do, which is why maybe it's sort of underrated because people maybe don't realize the value of it um so i think as much sort of time you as you can spending on interacting and it's not just interacting sort of meaningless comments i think really really delving into users and asking questions and yeah again like talking about things that you know they would they would want a conversation about mm. I, think I think that's the danger with uh, community management is that it for some brands, you can look at their their interactions and they all seem quite surface level, quite 
like you say, Clay, like, uh, sorry, Laura, not really sort of going into like detail or asking questions or having like meaningful conversations. They're more sort of like, oh, this is a great photo or thanks for sharing that, you know, um, and that can just come across really uh, sort of fake and, uh, you know, almost they'd be better not posting anything at that point. <laughs> Do you think some of that comes out of sort of like a, a worry to be speaking on behalf of the brand, maybe when the business gets to a certain size, um, I guess that's something for internal uh, social media teams to discuss, like who has that authority to speak. But I feel like you're about to say something on that, Chloe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah, it comes back to, you know, if you have an established voice and you know where you want your company to go and, you know, you've talked about it both internally or maybe, you know, with an agency who's running your social media, it shouldn't be an issue um, because I think, you know, you're not going to go out there and put out a big political statement or, or something like that. You know, you're just replying to someone about their day or their experience with a product. So I don't think you should be worried about that so much. I think if you're focused really on that comment and providing a genuine response, it should come quite naturally. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. I guess it comes down to really knowing your brand, right? Mm. And really knowing your brand tone of voice and making sure that's executed in every aspect of social, mm. not just in the posts. Cool. So what tactics and like techniques do you guys have it? Cause there's a million ways you can come at community management, right? Um, do you guys have any recommended ways of looking for content to engage with or people to engage with? Do you keep it mostly inbound or outbound? What are you recommend? I, I think I'll leave it to the two social media managers, <laughs> <laughs> the two experts in the room. <laughs> my, my sort of tactic, particularly well, on Instagram, is the hashtag tactic, um, looking, searching for the hashtags relevant to that brand and seeing what comes up on the Explore feed. And that way, not only are you able to engage with users on their photos, but you can also then get like suggested accounts to follow or suggested accounts to comment on um and after you've kind of done that a few times then your explore feed is sort of tailored to you and then it becomes more easier to see see those accounts on the explore feed that are better to engage with and have a conversation with and Mm. i think for, for twitter and tweet deck it's just great and hashtags work on twitter in the same way just looking for it's all what's relevant definitely yeah i think it's very easy to sort of you know look at your inbound comments reply to those and think great i'm done i've, I've completed community engagement <laughs> um but it's i think my favorite part and probably the most important part is you know sourcing those outbound um audiences and new niches and i think it's very important to always have in the back of your mind, like, what is your company's objective or your client's objective? And what are you trying to achieve by communicating with this person? Like, it's all well and good to, you know, drop a comment, but if it has no purpose or no meaning, you're not really going to get anything out of it. Um, so, you know, choose um, audiences and businesses or people who, um, you know, show that they have an interest in the industry that you work in. Um Make sure, I think that's the most important thing if you're commenting on, you know, a new homeowner and your products and maybe like for renters, that's, you know, that's a really 
weird example. I don't know why that came to me. <laughs> but, you know, it's like you need to think about those sort of things to really get the most out of your community engagement. Yeah, I, I, I really think that's like the, the biggest key of community engagement is like knowing who your customer is, um, having like a really clear idea of your like typical customer profile um so that you're you're making sure that every community engagement that you sort of produce is is impactful it's, it's, it's hitting someone that is 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 going to connect with the brand could become a customer um or you know a partner in some aspects i know that we use twitter lists quite a lot as well so like you know picking out people that we think right we really want to engage with these 100 people, these 100 brands, putting them in the Twitter list and then just loading up that feed and sort of handpicking the conversations that are the best to kind of like drop into. Um, so, yeah, I completely agree with Chloe that I think who you're engaging with is, is almost just as important as how. Yeah, definitely. It comes down to, I think, it is a question of quality versus quantity because it takes time, right? It takes time to go out and find those correct, the accounts that are your target customer and that's something um i'm not sure who reminded me of it just there but that's the benefit of social media isn't it because people have profiles compare that to any other kind of marketing where you're you put up a billboard you don't know anything really mm. about the people walking past that billboard but you mm-hmm. can see your followers you can see new users out there you can see so much information about them on social media so you can figure out if that is your target customer and then yeah like we say invest the time in interacting with them um, I think that's especially true with the big brands as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you've ever engaged with like a big company on Twitter or on Instagram and if they've taken the time to like quickly look at your profile or, or comment on something about like maybe where, where you are or, you know, if your picture shows you surfing or something and they, but again, random example, definitely don't surf, but say, <laughs> say so, so that you did. Um, you know, if they've yeah. picked up on that and asked you about it, um, I think it just it sparks such a, a more meaningful connection with the brand than if they were to just sort of reply quite generically. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like a warm, fuzzy feeling, right? It's the social side of social media that people yeah. seem to forget about. They just think, right, I'm going to put these pictures up. It's going to have this copy. I'm going to target it to these people. Job's done. But it it is like we say it's a new kind of marketing it is completely different and it's social um i know it, like when brands have replied to my comments and stuff i'm like oh my goodness i am famous <laughs> they love me on a personal level <laughs> but that feeling translates like i'm definitely gonna not only from an algorithm perspective are you more likely to see their post because you've had that interaction but from a personal level i'm, I'm like well that brand cares mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys had any sort of similar interactions to that experiences yeah, definitely i think anytime like a brand engages with you in a meaningful way and social i think there's lots of stats out there that kind of show you you're more likely to to purchase their products to recommend their product or service um i know every time that i complain to dominoes on twitter that you know they always uh, are very quick to reply <laughs> yeah, so uh, and I, I keep buying dominoes so i guess it works <laughs> yeah definitely i think yeah my all my most memorable experiences, the brands that I think of when it comes to social media are the ones that have gotten back to me or have dropped a comment or, you know, have a quick to respond. Um, so I think that that shows really, doesn't it? That mm-hmm. community management is is key. Yeah, absolutely. And how about, I mean, we're all 
I mean, three of us are social media managers, but Phil, obviously, you're very well versed in the world of it all. But in terms of, you know, the job, like it's part of, it's a key part of our roles, community management, engaging with the followers of the accounts that we work with. And um, do you enjoy it? Like, I, I mean, personally, I'll go first. I get a real kick out of it sometimes if I create a post and someone in terms of inbound even someone comments and they're like oh I love this or they ask an engaged question you just get a little buzz like it is a moment of connection um and then of course that can continue and you can reply and have a natural conversation I just think those little moments are unexpected and and like you don't schedule them into your day necessarily but they're kind of some of the most rewarding moments you're really like it's a way to even though you're just in front of a computer you're connecting with real people yeah definitely and I think when you look back at sort of how marketing started off being brands talking at consumers um, and how far it's come since then, that sort of two-way communication that's really important, even when I think about my own behaviours on social and with brands. Again, I agree. I think it's really rewarding to sort of, you know, have, have that recognition from brands if you you know, if you like their products or, you know, you like their services. Yeah, I think it is it is a really rewarding part, particularly from from a social media manager point of view to be that brand that's engaging with those consumers, whether that be inbound or outbound. Again, that's also equally as rewarding. Hmm. I think it's important to note as well that obviously when you start the process of uh, community engagement, you know, you're not going to have 100 comments day one. Right. So, <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> manage expectations here. But one of my favorite parts is I've been working with a client since January. And when we started the community engagement process, you know, I'd post something. I'd be like, yes, this is brilliant. Like, can't wait to read the comments. And, you know, that, that'd be maybe one. Um, and now, you know, seven months into the year, it's it's so rewarding to see that we've built that engagement and we've built that community. And now we have, you know, you know, maybe five comments, maybe 10 comments. So that's definitely my favorite part is watching that community grow, like the more you work at it. Um, but I also, yeah, thought it was important to just throw in there that it, it doesn't happen <laughs> yeah. overnight. <laughs> yeah. yeah Typical great. social media manager managing expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, though, I think I have a lot of admiration for you guys because it's, it's very, uh, it's one thing to learn one brand and their tone of voice and their customer. But you guys obviously uh, represent several brands and you almost have to be a chameleon to sort of be like, right now I'm working on this account, so my tone of voice is like this. These are the types of people I'm going to speak to. And then you have to like switch completely and go to a different uh, different brand entirely with a different tone of voice. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, for someone who's working on one brand, that can be something really nice to sort of really pour yourself into to learn that tone of voice. But when you're working in an agency, you have to be so adaptable to to be able to work with different brands, different industries, um, which can make community management more more challenging, but also potentially like, more fun because you're you're able to dip into all these different communities on social media. Yes, that is one of the best parts. I feel like, yeah, switching that voice up. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get like there'll be a moment where I've caught myself and I've like thrown some emojis in and I'm like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> dial it back. Because <laughs> I guess every industry has a different expected tone of voice. And yeah, it's such a it can be a learning curve. I think when you move into a new one, I'm working with some financial clients and like learning how to talk from that informed perspective, but also very professional, but still approachable. It's, um, it's kind of fun to just like figure out. It's like learning a new language, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how emojis have become so important in terms of like tone of voice, in terms of like, could I use emojis? Which emojis could I get away of using? You know, it's <laughs> so interesting. Can you I imagine like, like to carry on? Oh, sorry. I, I was going to say, I know my clients that don't use emojis because they're probably a little bit more up on the professional spectrum. I'm like, this post is missing something. Like, it's, <laughs> it's missing an emoji. <laughs> It's so funny. Can you imagine like 20 years ago and then or like maybe not even 20 years ago, like five years ago and like board marketing meetings and stuff. Like emojis being such a big like thing to talk about. I when they first came in, they were like, I don't know, just like something that the kids used, like like twains. Um, but no, it's um, it's a lovely thought to think there's there's boardrooms in the country with like several middle aged old people just talking about. Whether they should be using emojis, which emojis, what are emojis? <laughs> I love what is happening. the significance of the poop emoji? Like, <laughs> <laughs> listeners oh, can look man. forward to it in future weeks. Um, one of our team members, Dom, gives us an amazing bit of Monday motivation <laughs> in the form of a quote, which is very unique. He can't be with us today. Um, so Laura had a great one, which I'm just going to find really quickly that she shared today. Queen of quotes. Um, we love a motivational quote (laughs) so i've got it here it was every experience no matter how bad it seems holds within it a blessing of some kind the goal is to find it and that's from buddha very enlightened (laughs) awesome well that's everything for today Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in today. Don't forget to subscribe to future episodes so you don't miss a thing. You can also connect with us on all major social channels and let us know what you thought about today's episode. We've been Giraffe Social Media. You've been amazing. See you next time. Nailed it, guys. Well done. (laughs) I think we all need to have like our own little catchphrase. (laughs) Like when you introduce someone, they sort of have their own way of saying hi. (laughs) Does anyone anyone watch Community? Like magnitude, like pop, pop. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been amazing if you'd done that. (laughs) For some reason, it's just making me think. Do you guys ever watch Gem Storage Hunters? Yes. Yeah, you know when like so be like and we have Laura. Money. <laughs> <laughs>